right, welcome back to Separation Nation. We have a great podcast for you today. Talking about a subject that's very, very important to entrepreneurs, business owners. You know, we try to talk about the separators. When we say Separation Nation, we titled this Separation Nation because we try to talk about the things that separate the super successful from all the rest. And when you look at a Bill Gates or a Steve Jobs or a Warren Buffett, um, and you try to find things in their lives that have separated them from the rest of us, um, and we want to achieve to get there, that success that they have, that success leaves clues, and we're following those clues. With that being said, I saw an interview with a gentleman that talked about interviewing uh, uh, Bill Gates, uh, Warren Buffett, and I believe one other person, I can't remember exactly who it was, and he asked him this question. He said, all three of you, if you could give me the one secret to success, the, the biggest secret to, this, to success, what would that be? And all three had the same answer. They said focus. Extreme focus is always needed for extreme success. And so I want to talk about that a little bit today, um, how to stay focused, what to focus on. We live in a world there's more distractions now than there has ever been. Most of us hold a cell phone in our hand a good portion of the day that distracts us from so many things. But one key, I think, Justin, that you and I have had to being super successful in, especially the final expense business, is when we started a long time ago, we said we were going to focus on what we were good at. We weren't going to bring in 100 different products with 100 different carriers, trying to sell 100 different lines of insurance. But we was going to, to use your words, pick a horse and ride it. And focus, and I believe that's been a big part of our success, and it's just focusing, getting something, the old saying that, that we've both used a lot, get rich in the niche, find a niche, find something you're good at, find something that, that your heart beats for, whether you start out good at it or not, if you see yourself developing uh, in that area, find that and focus on that. You see people all the time, and and, and there's uh, somebody that comes to mind when I, I see them over, you know, maybe every two or three months, I'll see them in the gym or somewhere. They always got this idea. They always got this next thing. They've always got this new MLM or this new vision or this new business they want to start. And I've I've said to myself so many times, this is a person with a lot of talent, a lot of charisma, means well, but if they could ever just figure out how to focus on one thing, get real good at that, then success will come. But I believe focus is a huge factor. But I'll cut it, kind of cut it plain and simple here. You know, we, I talked a little bit about this on, on the last podcast that was shot. But, you know, I, I'm not all about, you know, the frills and the idealism. And, and we've said over and over again, I, I mean, I believe that anybody tells you love what you do and you'll never work a day in your life is full of BS. As somebody trying to sell you a book at the end of their seminar or sell you some type of program, you're never going to love everything about what you do. And if you're not going to love everything about what you do anyhow, and, you know, we had a, a our first quarter meeting, and you talked about the difference in the how and the why. Yeah. You know, and a lot of people get hung up there, and I'm not going to steal your topic because you're probably going to talk about that at some point on this, but the difference in the how and the why. And sometimes we get so focused on the wrong thing, you know, and, and, and as you said before, people's out here chasing the dream 
when they should be chasing the green because in a lot of cases they're chasing a you know a dream is not a goal a dream is something you want to do in a lot of cases a lot of times people you you're not cut out for whatever that dream is you know we've talked about and I've joked you know I mean I'm not going to be a professional basketball player ever wouldn't have when I was younger can't now not built for it you know not agile in that way it's not going to happen I'm not going to be an Olympic swimmer okay I'm chunky I call, I cause resistance in the water you know what I'm saying? I ain't slim and, and thin and just going to shoot through it like a needle. So, you know, to a certain degree, you do have to be realistic about your right. dreams and make sure you're chasing something that is attainable. And so what, what I always go back to this is you you, you find what's going to bring the most wealth. It's going to make the most money, to put it in plain, plain terms, okay? Find that. Go master it, develop it, learn that you in life you have to do what you have to do until you're able to do what you were born to do or what your dream is or what you want to do, okay? Many times in my life and my career, I have done things that I did not want to do, but I knew that I needed to do them because I needed to provide for my family. I needed money. You know, life's a lot better with money. My daddy's got a quote, Dale Young. I don't know where he, he, I don't know if he was the originator of it, but he said, you know, money's like toilet paper. I've been with it and I've been without it, and life's a lot better with it. Okay. And that's, so there's you, there's you a plain analogy. And so go out, find, use the tool that's in your hand, whatever it is, you pick it up, you go out, find a tool that's going to make you the most money that you can do realistically, that you can pick up and get out there and conquer and slay and be an earner and grind and hustle and make you money. And you'll be amazed when you start that path and you become successful in whatever it is you're doing. When there was a time in my life, I went through a season, nobody wanted to hear from Justin Young, okay? Nobody wanted to hear from me. I was low on the radar. But guess what? When I started becoming a rock star in the insurance business, insurance industry, and my name starts getting uh, printed in, in the magazine, and they start sending me all over the world on these exotic trips, and people see this stuff on social media. Next thing you know, people will start calling you because some people's always watching you. Let me just tell you, you're inspiring people day in and day out that pretend to not even notice you and people will start calling you and that begins to elevate things and next thing you know nowadays i mean people people want to hear what i got to say everybody don't but some people do you know and uh you know just got a call the other day well, a group in tallahassee wants me to come speak i'll be speaking there in february to a, a group of business people so i mean you got to understand that a way is made by you going out and making a way. And when you take, don't don't get all idealistic. Don't think you got to love everything. You manage what you dislike about whatever business industry you're in, and you celebrate what you love. And you understand it's work for a reason. Work is work. Some of it's going to suck. But find what you're going to do. I mean, I'll say this before I turn it back over to John on this issue. But, you know, I, I've got a little saying that I say that I didn't come up with. I've tweaked it a couple of different ways. And uh, I'll give you the PG-13 version since this is our podcast, and I can say what the hell I want to say. But being broke's rich. Um, excuse me, being broke's a bitch. Getting rich is a bitch. You pick the bitch you want. It's all a bitch. It's all hard. Works hard. Getting rich is hard. If you're going to have to work hard anyhow, you might as well do something that makes you a great living. Yeah, and one thing, you know, because you had brought up, you know, what we said at the meeting, um, that... You know, and the statement I made was, 
we're sitting in a, a room with, you know, 50 insurance agents and nobody in that room stood up in 11th grade and said, I want to be an insurance agent when, I, agent when I grow up. Nobody gets excited necessarily about that. But what I will say, and I, and I don't every day. I mean, I love my job. I love what I do most of the time, but there's days I don't enjoy it. And there's days when, when um, you know, I just, I, I dread a meeting I'm going to have to have. I dread a conversation I'm going to have to have. I dread a confrontation that has got to happen. I dread it. But but here's the thing. Enjoy what I do because what it gets me. And like you said, there's a reason that I do this. There's a, there's a why. And we've talked about goals and visions so many times over and over. It sounds redundant, but we'll keep talking about it because it's a very powerful thing. To set a goal and to have a vision is a very powerful thing. And when I look at a vision board that my wife, me and my wife and my kids have, have all kind of got together as a team and we've put things up on a vision board that we want to see happen in our life, that we want to attract in our life, nowhere in there really has anything to do with what I do for a living. It has what that's going to get me, what that's going to bring me in life, what that's going to attract to me in life. But I know I won't, I'll never get the why, why I do this, without the how and how I do this. So when we talk about focus, you can't just focus on what you're doing. You can't just focus on the job at hand. You can't just focus on selling real estate or selling insurance or, or building carburetors or whatever you do. You've got to spend time focusing on why you do those things because if you'll focus on the vacation you're going to get to take at the end of the year, the the minivan you want to buy one day so you can fit out your whole family in a, in a vehicle without being uh, crunched up or or the the house you want to buy one day or the student loans as we another podcast we talked about the student loans you want to pay off if you if you focus on the why the how will become a lot easier and it will help you to focus on the how because in 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 life whatever career you're in. It's going to take extreme focus on the why you do it, the things it's going to bring you, the things you hope to achieve because of this career or this, whether you work a career, whether you're in a job, whatever you're doing, that's going to give you the power and that's going to give you the energy and the motivation to focus on the task at hand, whether it's the meeting you got to, to, um, to be in, whether it's the sales appointment you got to make, to focus on that with extreme focus to be the very best you can be to accomplish the very most you can accomplish so that the, the uh, why will eventually happen. And here's, here's one thing I'll say about focus too, especially from an entrepreneurial standpoint or from a business owner. And I said earlier, we got to get rich in the niche. We find a horse stick, uh, and we ride it. We find what we're good at and we stick to it. A lot of entrepreneurs or business owners feel like they've got to diversify. Okay, Diversification is a very key element when it comes to investing uh, in the stock market and different things like that. That's my job. That's my career. I understand the importance of diversification. But this is what I'll tell you. In business and starting businesses, running businesses, and owning business and businesses, diversify can become diversify. It can kill your career. It can hurt you. It can harm you in a lot of ways. I remember when you and I had a, a meeting scheduled at a restaurant across the street to talk to a bunch of our agents, and we had a, a carrier send in a representative to come speak to them. And he said, and you and I met, and you said he wants to talk about uh, a little bit about the type of insurance we sell, but he wants to talk to our guys about broadening and diversifying their portfolio into different things that they sell. And you and I both agreed that's not going to happen. 
this is what we do, and this is what we want to talk about. We're not here to try to make this guy sales come up. We're here to make our company grow and our agent sales, and we want them to focus on the main thing. And a lot of times I feel like in business it's very tempting, very tempting to add this other product or this other stream or this other thing because somebody else is doing it or somebody gives us advice. Well, you got to stick to your guns. You got to know what you know. And you got to focus on what you can focus. It's kind of like drilling for oil. If you want to hit oil, you're going to have to drill deep, not wide, but deep. And in business, it's the same way. If you want to be successful, you got to dig deep, not necessarily wide, but you got to find an area. You got to focus on what you're good at. Have you seen that new truck that Lamborghini's got out? No, because Lamborghini don't make trucks because they're good at making sports cars. They know what they're good at, and they stick to it. They don't diversify into all these other areas. They've mastered, they've honed their craft, and they focused on what they're good at, and their entire focus as a company is to get better and better and better at the sports car. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, a, a specialist, just think in terms of your doctors that you see, physicians, a specialist is going to always earn more. I've got a lot of doctor friends. That the specialist always earns more than the general practitioner. And where people get confused is, is they think, well, if I can sell, for example, an insurance business, if I can sell property and casualty, and I can sell life, and I can sell in the side of life, I can sell term life, universal life, final expense insurance, and then let me be able to market health insurance over here, and then let me get dental, and then let me focus, have an area that focuses on key men. You're so spread out that you're not good. You, you, you ain't killing nothing. All you're doing is wounding a bunch of stuff, okay? But you're not, you're not getting the bullet to sink into the heart of the matter. And, and so many people want to be the Walmart, so to speak, of their industry. They want to be able to do everything. Well, I mean, you, you, you're master of nothing when it comes to that. Well, if you try to be everything to everybody, you end up being no, uh, nothing to nobody. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's bottom line. It. And we've seen this in our industry, in the insurance business. There's a lot of shops closing up because and, – and we've had agents come to us from from uh, well, household names because they say, look, I, I got in this business to sell life insurance. I don't want to sell property and casualty. I don't want to sell annuities. I don't want to sell this and that. But and I'm I'm good at this. I'm good at selling Medicare supplements. I know nothing about this other stuff. This is what I want to do. Listen, that's smart. That's wisdom. That's finding what you're good at and sticking with it. You know, Robert Kiyosaki. We were talking about him in on our break in between podcasts, and he says this. He said he's got an acronym for focus. He says focus stands for follow one course until successful. Mm-hmm. Follow that course. And now this is a guy that's been successful in real estate. He's been successful in the oil, oil business. And he's been successful as a, a speaker and an author. But he stuck with the real estate business until he was successful at that. He stuck in the oil business until he was successful at that. He stuck with the, the being an author until he was successful with that. He didn't do all and bring all these streams together at one time. I don't you, know if you remember this, but you know, you know the first thing he did – he came out with that made him a ton of money that put him on the map because he was living in a car, him and his wife. You remember in the 80s? Yeah, the Velcro the wallet. Ve- the Velcro wallet. Yeah. For those of you listening, Robert Kiyosaki invented the Velcro wallet. Yeah. And so, you know, and, and that's his advice. Focus, follow one course 
until you're successful. And and listen, I know guys in town. We got a couple guys in town. They own um, four or five different restaurants. Guess what? They're just doing the same thing over and over. They're successful. They know the field. They know what they're good at. They're good at opening restaurants. They're good at running restaurants. They're good at, at, at that niche, and they stick to it. There's so many times successful business people, and I've seen – I sat with a guy not too long ago. He had two businesses. One of them was super successful, but all of the profit that came from that successful business was having to be dumped in to something that he was passionate about. He wanted to see work. But it absolutely was never going to bring him the cash flow and the income that this business. So instead of being able to celebrate uh, the success of, of one business and actually live uh, at the level he could be living, he was struggling because this other business was sucking everything from it. And that's because he wanted to diversify. He wanted to move out into other fields. And, and there's nothing wrong with moving into other fields, but make sure you got the field you're in that you're starting with. Make sure you got that running. Make sure that's successful and it don't need you so much, you know. And and that allows you to focus and to continue to make strides in that business. And I'll tell you, you know, another thing that, that steals our focus in business is not just trying to do multiple things with multiple different streams and multiple different businesses, but trying to do everything in one business. Yeah. You got to have some help. You got to be able to delegate. You got to be able to, to duplicate yourself and to continue to grow by doing only, only doing what only you can do. And there'll come a time for those of you that are in business that you can diversify. A lot of you maybe are doing one thing great, but you've got aspirations or you're passionate about another area. But just let it happen organically. Let it come when the time's right. But you know, once you're in cruise control in your current business, what you'll find on the pathway to to success, okay? You know, and again, the the destination where where you're going to end up to become successful is not nearly as important as who you become along the way to that destination. And understand that on the pathway to success, which is oftentimes crooked and roundabout and up and down and this roller coaster, okay? But on the pathway, you're gonna everything you need will come to you along the way. And it's just part of it. When you're taking massive action and you're putting yourself out there, when the time's right, what you'll find is is there'll be opportunities that'll rise that will move congruently with what you're already doing. So it doesn't create drag and pull. You know, I've I've described things to you before, John, we're talking, you know, and said, you know, this situation over here is like a piece of sheet metal just to come loose flapping on the wing of the mm. 747 over here. You know, I mean, it ain't working. It isn't moving the same direction we're moving. It's trying to go the other way, and it's creating drag on what we're trying to do. And so it'll come. There, there'll be other opportunities that arise. There's some things that I want to be involved in, but guess what? I'm not there yet. And if you're not there yet, to quote John Tanner, you're not there yet. And you got to know when you're there, when you're not there, have some humility, work hard at what you're currently doing that you're seeing fruit from so that you can enjoy the fruit of your labors. Because we, we did a podcast, you know, on burnout here uh, a few weeks back. 
And that's one thing we talked about is one thing that's going to cause burnout is if you're not able to celebrate none along the way with what you're currently doing, I mean, it'll it'll create all kind of hell and aggravation, stress and depression in your life. So just chill out on the things that you might want to do and understand you'll know when the time's right. The opportunity will arise, open itself and you'll be in a financial position then that even if you got involved in that other thing and it didn't work, it wouldn't be deadly. It wouldn't be detrimental to you. Yeah, and, you know, another thing, too, you know, one one, one way to stay focused or, or one thing that we need to focus on um, to help us in, th- through all this is to we've got to focus on achievement and not movement. You know, in business, um, there's a story – I actually read this like two or three days ago, and I, I wrote some of it down. It said when Steve Jobs returned to Apple after being gone between 85 and 97, he got rid of about 70% of Apple's product line or their, their actual product plans that they had in place because he said he did not want a vast product line, did not want to, to be good at a vast amount of things, but wanted to be great at just a few things. Now, if you think about Apple now, yeah, they've got the the MacBooks and the Apple computers. They've got the iPhone. They've got earphones. It's it's not a huge suite of products. I went into the uh, uh to Verizon the other day to to pick out a phone, and the different brands of phones were there. And you went by this one brand, and they had a whole wall of phones, different kind of types of phones you could buy. Then went by a different brand, and they had an entire wall of phones. And I just said, look, I just want the new Apple phone, just the new iPhone. Went over in the corner, there's four of them. You know what the difference is? The size and the storage capacity. They're making the same product a little bit better every time. And they're selling more and making more money than all of these other brands combined. Now, they're getting into new stuff. And now they got Apple Pay. And 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 it seems like they're going to try to get into the banking industry. And that's fine. But they do one thing until they master it. They've mastered the cell phone. They mastered the iPod for a while. And then they just put it in with the phone. And now everybody just buys the phone. But when they master something, then they move on to another product. And I think that's the key to it all and concentrate on achievement and not just movement. What are you achieving during the day? What are you achieving at business? The bottom line is always the bottom line. Yeah, and just eliminate the distractions in your life. I mean, we've kind of covered this broad, but for those of you that are in that industry that, you know, and and you're keeping the main thing the main thing, know that inside of that, uh, that example, okay, of being right there, doing what you know to do, know that there will always be distractions. There'll be things to come at you. And what you focus on in life, you empower. So for those of you that have a career in sales or you've started that new business, just, you know, listen, keep the negativity out of your life. Keep the negative relationships out of your life. You know, keep, listen, especially if you're in sales, make sure your home is at peace. Do what you need to be doing because you can't go out and conquer in the battlefield and you can't be successful and be focused during the day on what you're doing. If you've got all this drama, this needless chaos, if you're not managing your finances properly, all that draws energy away from you being able to maintain and be successful at what you're doing. And just, you know, I used an acronym the other day in a meeting we had, WIN, which is real simple, okay? And I I like acronyms like this, but what's important now? WIN. What's important now? Don't allow things to sidetrack you. Keep the main thing the main thing. You know, if you're in a sales position, get out, go to work, 
You know, don't be on the phone chatting up with your buddies and taking 100 phone calls that's unnecessary from your kids and your wife. You know, understand that wherever you're at, there you are, and you need to be present in that moment because there's a lot of things that you may not have control over in life, but you do have control over keeping the main thing the main thing, focusing on what's important now and making sure that that does not steal your focus, especially those of you in sales that are listening to me. What's important now? And then another acronym that I used in that meeting the other day that I've been liking a lot is AMP, and that's Attitude, Moment, and Process. Nothing will help you stay focused better than having your attitude right, your mental state. We've said it a hundred times, your state determines your fate. And Attitude, Moment, Process, when you have the right attitude and you're in that present moment, and you're staying on course with your process, it's going to always lead you to success. So it's the small foxes that spoil the vine. It's the little things a lot of times in our life. So you may be focused on your career, but maybe you're dealing with tons of distractions and things at home or with your finances that are out of order. Maybe you need to take audit of some relationships. Maybe you need to create a process and and inside of your own home on, you know, things that the wife does to help you so that you can focus during the day and maybe if she stays home and just be intuitive about what's going to help you and your purpose and in your destiny and keep the main thing the main thing and just keep moving towards that without a lot of ulterior distractions and things that's always pulling you aside because we see a lot of people that's real gifted but they can't get their home life in order or they can't get their personal finances in order and that can end great careers well and one thing too you know um because everything you just said i mean i had some a lot of that written down because focus most people that work insane hours or I ain't gonna say most. Let's just say a lot of people that work insane hours, spend insane hours at the office, or or find themselves having to work on weekends. A lot of times, the reason for that is because you're playing at work and you're working at play. And what I mean by that is, when you're at work, make sure you're working. You know, I, I remember when um, I first got in the insurance business, we were building an insurance agency in Savannah. And I've recruited like seven or eight agents all at one time, and I needed a trainer to come in. So the company I worked for sent me a trainer from another city, and he that trainer had dri- had driven the night before about three and a half hours, uh, stayed in a hotel room, and the agent that he was training, I sent just I said here he's gonna be at this hotel, meet him in the lobby. Um, and 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 y'all go to work, and then I talked to the trainer, and I said, "Listen, make sure you 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 train him on this, 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 and this. Make sure y'all get as as many appointments as you can done during the day." And so he says, "Okay, they get together, they load up, they go to work, or whatever." And um, I called in about one o'clock to my the agent I'd hired, and I said, "How's it going? How's the trainer? Does he, is he are you learning anything?" He said, "Well, actually, right now." I'm sitting on a bench right outside the Bass Pro Shop because he liked the size of the Bass Pro Shop in Savannah, and he wanted to go in and check it out. I said, really? So you at the Bass Pro Shop? Yeah. I said, well, what did you do? Uh, I told you to meet him at 9 o'clock. What, what did you do? Well, he called me and told me he'd be down at 1030, that um, he was having to finish up on something, and we actually went and had breakfast then at that point, and now we're at the Bass Pro Shop. So I said, so it's 1 o'clock and you hadn't worked. That's playing at work. Get out and work. I mean, that's what you're there for. If you got to spend eight, nine, ten hours doing something, make it count. Make it work. Because let me tell you what that gentleman was doing. 
because that guy had a wife, he had kids. The guy he was training had a wife and he was kids. He was stealing time from his wife and his kids. And that's why she's always bitching about him working all the time. Well, he ain't working, baby. He's at the Bass Pro Shop. Mm. He's trying on shoes. He's doing this, that, and the other because he's playing at work. And then when it's time to play on the weekends or at the beach or whatever, he's having to work. So play at play, work at work. Don't work at play and don't play at work.